So I'm so excited about this platform because we all learn in different ways, and this is, offers another opportunity. And there's a lot of classes on there. You know, there's classes on pitches and branding and all kinds of things. So a lot of um, something for everyone. I love that. about that. I, you know, it's it's been so exciting. You know, it's a long process of tech, and you understand all of that. Sometimes it takes a lot longer than you thought it would. Yeah. So I always believe it, it releases when it's supposed to, and, it, and so it released recently. And then, you know, always being that, you know, beacon of light or hope for children because, you know, let's – I always want to get children while they're young. You know, let's not have to relearn all of this stuff. And, you know, my superhero um, – whole series on my superheroes and my program on anti-bullying. So I just released a class and I started thinking, you know, it might've been a little late in the COVID process, but it's called how to deal with COVID and other challenges like a superhero. And it's for kids and it's on Kajabi, the superhero children's class on Kajabi. And it's a way for kids to really prepare their mind, body, spirit, you know, that whole holistic approach. Because, you know, COVID came along, we didn't know that this was going to happen, and you know, we had to deal with it. And kids, I think, were affected, you know, kind of the most. I mean, you know, they had a lot of changes. So how do you deal with challenges that are kind of come our way? So that was the second um, thing, and I'm so excited to get out there and help children. Well, I think it's very timely because there's a new variant coming out. The reality is this is something we have to learn to live with. And, mm -hmm. yes, you know, herd immunity could only happen once a major portion of our population was vaccinated, which has happened. Yes. And mm -hmm. people like you who've actually gotten COVID have the, you know, natural immunities on the flip side. You're not the first person I know that got COVID and got COVID again. So it's, yes. it, it's, it's like, it's like any other virus. It's like any other flu. Nobody is immune. It just became more deadly, but now the numbers are down as far as people not surviving this are down to where they were last summer and stuff. So numbers are going down. We are learning to live with this. And you know, in talking about kids and how it affected them, I think parents often forget that your children are going to react the way you react. If you are stressed out about stuff, it your kids feel all of that. I work with kids, and I did a couple of programs throughout this once things opened back up, and I asked every kid that I've worked with, I was like, anybody here? Because here we are all on our masks. Does anybody have a problem wearing a mask? Not one of them raised their hand. And I said, please, I said, this is not something that's going back. You don't have to feel funny if you have a problem with it or anything else. And they were like, no. But I found that the kids who had a problem with a mask was because their parents did and so they were oh, more what they learned. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I love what you do and your work with kids, especially the whole well, thing. Superhero. Thank it's you. So I important. mean, it's connecting to your inner superhero. That's my speech that I do for schools is connecting to your inner superhero because we all have superhero traits. And what can you connect to and expand on? What, where's your talents lie? You know, what are you here for? You know, who are you here to serve? And with kids, I mean, COVID was a huge challenge, but there's always, with everybody, not just kids, there's always going to be some kind of challenge. So why not learn how to handle those challenges? Because you mentioned something a minute ago with wearing the mask and everything. And 
what other people were thinking. And it's like, it doesn't really matter what they think. It's what you're doing for you and their response. Your response is the only thing that matters. And teaching kids that from the beginning, teaching kids that we don't allow bullying to happen. It's, I just think it's so important because all of this negativity and stress and, you know, the depression rates have gone up and suicide rates have gone up. And it's like, how can we turn that around? How can we turn around bullying? How can we turn around how we respond to challenges? And I think it's preparing your whole, your mind, body, and spirit. Because it's not just one part. Your mind isn't separate from your body. But it's preparing that whole body and getting ready to know that it's okay. Challenges make you stronger. I and agree. This was a big one. <laughs> and you know what? One of the things I loved about your whole superhero series is that the superhero is also the lunch person and the mm-hmm. bus driver. Everybody. And exactly. It is the everyday people in your life that show up every day to do what needs to be done. And they're often the unsung heroes. So I love that you are out there celebrating them. I think it is so magical what you do. And that's why I love your show so much. Because it is the quote-unquote ordinary people that you've met along your journey as a nurse, as all the different things that you have done in your life, and the extraordinary things that they have done that nobody might even know about. Again, it's just a magical way that you have of looking at things, Jeanette. I think everybody's important. Everybody has their place in this world, and everybody's important, and we need everybody. What's important is that you enjoy what you're doing, no matter what. I think Oprah says that all the time. It doesn't matter what you're doing for your job, but enjoy it and see what you're doing to serve others because every single job matters. Not everybody can be a movie star, and not everybody is, is here to be a movie star. So you could be famous in your own way by just doing your job well and serving others and being, you know, grateful. I'm grateful all day long from when I go to the grocery store to when they pick up my trash. And what would we do if people didn't pick up our trash? Well, where would all that trash sit? You know, the teachers are amazing and what they've had to deal with in the last year and the administrators. And I'm just, I try to walk through my day grateful for every single person that I meet. I love that. You know, my grandson's with me on Fridays now. Our days keep shifting. And <laughs> the garbage collectors come on Friday morning. He hears the truck, and he's like, Mimi, we have to go say hi. And we open up the door, and he throws on his coat, and he goes out, and he's just, hi, hi, good morning, good morning, friends. You know, and they just wave back at him. It makes them so happy to see this little guy come running out with this huge smile on his face. And then he takes our neighbor's trash cans into their backyard. Oh, how sweet. (laughs) I know. I mean, he's going to be four. It was so funny. He and I were taking a walk. And one of our neighbors, probably five or six houses down, she had three garbage cans. And he was like, I'll help you. And she's like, that's okay. He's like, no, 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 I'm good at this. It had been raining earlier. He took the garbage can, dumped out the water, and took another one, dumped it out, put one inside the other, and then grabbed the handle and rolled it back while she had the other. She goes, my kids don't do that. He, and she just kept saying to him, thank you. And he's like, you're welcome. You know, but it's, Aww, How you know, old is he now? He'll be four in May. Can you believe it? Oh, wow. Wow. I, it's you amazing. Know, 
They just grow so fast. I tell people, be grateful for every day with your children because, and your grandchildren because you blink and then all of a sudden, it's, you know, they just grow so fast. Well, you know, it, it still catches in my throat because we all know I'm 17 in my soul. I, I have not Me too. the fact that I'm not a teenager. My youngest will, oh, I'm serious, it catches, will be 30 in July. Wow. My little girl, my sweet little girl, I'm looking up at her picture right now with her brothers, the three of them on the first day of school with her little crinkle in her nose when she'd smile and she has her little yellow hat on and she was so excited and yeah, it's going to be 30. Like what? what? When she blew out her candles on her 20th birthday, I said, well, that's it. It's official. Mommy's the last teenager left in the family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's age is a number, right? Um, it is. It, it is. It's, when I turned 50 during having COVID the first time, having COVID the first time, um, I just was so upset that I was turning 50 during it. And then I started thinking about it, but I'm turning 50 and I'm here. And yeah. I just. I, I, you know, I dress as Wonder Woman for my superhero program. So in my mind, I'm still 17 too. I love being go. a kid. And that's why I love working with kids so much because I'm one of them. I'm, I may be in a 51-year-old body now, but I'm, you know what? It's, it doesn't matter. I, I love being like a kid. They just look at the world so differently. And they're, they're just, they have that hope still. And then that just light in their eyes. And that's how I want to be. So I'm still a kid too. <laughs> I'm younger than all five of ours, too. I firmly believe the only people that grow old were born old. There are some people, right. like mm-hmm. my brother, who was, you know, born a grandmother. <laughs> just born old. <laughs> you know? And it's funny because I'm 61, and my younger brother is going to be 60 on April 1st. So we always joked about what a joke they played on our mom. And uh, he called me the other day. He's like, all right, talk me off the ledge. And I was like, hey, look, here's the greatest part about being 60. You don't care about anything anyone has to say. And he said, yeah, but I haven't heard about anything anybody has to say in a while. I said, yeah, but now you're 60. So now it's like, hey, I'm 60. You know, you want to put somebody (laughs) off what? He's like, yo. I'm like, it's true. I'm at that age. Yeah, it's totally true, right? It really is. You changed, like, in how you think you worried so much about what everybody else thought yeah. of. You know, I really don't. It's it's a total it's change never, in your mindset. And I, I, it's nice. <laughs> it's a nice it's thing to let go of. You know what? It's interesting, Jeanette, because I loved my 50s. My 50s were awesome. Also, my 50s were tough because I lost my mom when she was 59. So when I woke up on my 60th birthday, I opened up my eyes and... I had no more roadmap. I had no one else to follow. And so I thought about my mother and I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to bring you along with me. And I love every birthday because I have so many friends who didn't make it to 30 or 40 or 50. Exactly. My mother didn't make it to 60. You know, so people that dread their birthdays, it's, gosh, celebrate it. You are here. So many people didn't get this far. And do mm-hmm. something in your life. And I have to dial back to what you were saying before about your course and weight loss. 
learning how to maintain it since June. I've actually lost 35 pounds. And wow. I did it two different ways. One, I walk. I'm not a fast walker. I'm with a friend of mine who's rehabbing a hip. So we just, we walk anywhere from a mile and a half to four and a half, five miles, depending on the day. And I still eat the same foods I always ate. I just changed the combination of how I eat them together, making sure that there's a protein and a fat and a carb and, and things like that, drinking a lot of water. But I've plateaued at the 35 pounds the last three times I've weighed myself because I don't have a scale. I weigh myself at my son's house when I see them. And I'm like, great. My body has gotten used to this. I wouldn't mind going another 10 because if I go another 10, then I finally lost my baby weight for my daughter. I mean, hell, she's only like 300. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, and, but it's, it's not so much the weight loss. It is getting your body used to being where it is. Yeah, because that, like that number, because mm-hmm. it gets yeah. used to a number. I, I just read an article on that. Where it, it gets used to a certain number, and then you just keep going back there, but then you have to, to go lower. And I will tell you, I will give you a secret in, in the program. I'm going to tell anybody, right? <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> even start with um, – it takes a bit before you even get to the food in the program because it really is a mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't start in your mind, then you're going to easily sabotage yourself. And so really everyone thinks about, well, can I do the next whatever quote unquote diet? I call diet is a four letter word. I say, because the word diet is in it and there's a lot of exactly. things that go along with that. But um, you know, what's the new media diet? out there, you know, let me just follow that because that person successfully shed 70 pounds. I'm going to, too. It's not about that. You know, I mean, you need to find the foods that work for you, for you, because what works for you may not work for me, but you also have to start with your mind and it, and when you do that, you will be successful and you will sustain it because you have that, your mind is going along with your body and they're working together and getting you to where you want to go. It's and I lost, I, I said 85, 85 pounds now, I think. So I know what I'm talking about, not only from an education standpoint, but from personal story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was after my mom passed away that I decided that I needed to make some changes. And so when I, when she, when I hit 67, I'll be where you were because she passed away at 66. Um, and, you know, every year I, I, you know, counting towards it, but I'm like, no, I'm changing this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to change this. I'm going to become healthier overall. My mind, body, everything. It's, uh, it's that holistic approach, and I've shed up 85 pounds now. And I love that. And I, I love that you're talking about your mindset. You know, it's funny. My daughter was away in Ecuador, and she and I were talking, and I had lost 35 pounds while she was still away. She came back the beginning of March, and she said to me, Mommy, what did you do? What kind of, are you on a special diet or whatever? I said, you know, I went for that new fad diet. She was like, oh, which one? I said, eat less, move more. And she said, (laughs) I said, but that's really what it boils down to is that 
I just, I again, I eat the same foods that I always ate because I'm a healthy eater. I'm an organic eater. I'm not a junk food person. You know, my biggest junk food right now, that my biggest treat, I have these great little organic rice cakes, and I love extra crunchy peanut butter. Um, and I get my on extra it, crunchy on the... peanut butter <laughs> and a teeny little, you know, not even a, a like a child size spoon of organic jam or jelly. I tend to go raspberry or black cherry. And that's if I'm in the mood for a quote unquote sweet treat, that's my sweet treat. Or I'll throw plain yogurt and cut up some fruit and throw some nuts in it. That's my quote unquote treat because um, I love to bake. I just don't like to eat it. Uh, but I bake for people all the time. I just made a friend of mine a chocolate cream pie. But I have monk fruit, and so I've used the monk fruit instead of sugar. Nobody knew. Everybody thought it was absolutely delicious. They were like, it's like a silk pie. I didn't have any of it. They were like, you're not going to eat it? I was like, no, I, I, I'm not really a sweet eater. I just like to make it. And I told them afterwards, I said, just so you know, that was monk fruit, not sugar. And all of them who had heard about it but wasn't, they were like, no kidding. I'm going to have to go out and get that. I said, just make sure you get the pure one. Don't get the one with the aspartame or any kind of other stuff in it. Because yeah, some of them are cut with things. But it was just fun. And again, it's your mindset. And when I talk about walking, it's not about a marathon. You don't have to hit the treadmill. You don't have to hit the gym three hours a day. Walk 15 minutes. After dinner, just take a walk around your neighborhood. On a really rainy, if it rains for a few days, I will literally keep walking back and forth in my house with a bottle of water for 45 minutes. I'll just walk well, so back Some and people forth. actually walking that marathon actually hurts them more than helps them. If you have adrenal fatigue or adrenal issues and you are exercising, if you're a person who's exercising a lot and not seeing a result, unless you go straight to McDonald's after, but, you know, you're not seeing that result and actually you're really hungry after you work out. And, you know, sometimes it's actually you have to dial it down and you, you may want to get checked for adrenal fatigue. Just so, Not you, but, you know, people who are having issues. But, no, sometimes you just need that 10-minute, 15-minute walk. Clears your mind, gets you out, even if it is in the house, gets you up and moving, blood flow moving, oxygen moving. You don't always have to, you know, go to the gym and spend four hours there a day. Exactly. Yeah. And, but it's so funny because I, I, I've run into people and they're just like, what did you do? And, you know, are you, did you, are you using the green tea pills or this thing and that thing? Like, no. And there I am sitting there eating whatever I'm eating because I eat what I eat. I just, I take, I, I put my fork down between bites and make sure I chew my food and I take that nice breath. And when I take that breath and I feel full, I stop eating and I'm happy to wrap up my food and eat it later or eat it the next day. That's one of the biggest things I found is that I just stop when I'm comfortably full. I don't want to take that. You know how sometimes you just eat and then you go to take a deep breath and you're like, oh, you know, because you just ate too much. I don't like that feeling. So I, 
That's, I that's know, I hate that feeling not. too. And, you know, it takes 20 minutes for your stomach, for you to know that you're full. So, but I think the key in all that you've said here and what I would like to point out to people listening is you found what works for you. You right. have treats that you can go to when you're craving something so that you don't reach for the Hershey's bar or drive through McDonald's and get, you know, what, not that you would do that, but it's, it's, you found what works for you. Not only do you listen to your body and when you're full, but you know what treats to go to, you know what foods to eat. And that's the key for people. They've got to find what works for them. I think I've said this a couple of times, so I think maybe people are getting how important it is. What works for you is not going to work for me. So you know what works for you and it's worked and you've paid attention and now you can move forward and you can take off the rest of that weight that you want to whenever you do that or, you know, sustain where you're at because you know what works for you. And sometimes mm-hmm. that will change through the years, especially, you know, for us women hitting menopause and it may change a little bit. You may have to tweak it. You know, when I was 17 and I just wanted to lose five pounds and so I shed five pounds, I would just change up a little bit and it would, the next day it would be off. Now, you know, it takes a bit, it takes a bit longer. So you just have to find what works for you at the moment in time and where you're at in your life. You know, it's funny way back when, if I cut my carbs in a week, I'd lose five or six pounds. Now that's when I first started when I first decided, all right, you know what? I'm going to, I need to shift things around. And I cut my carbs for three weeks and I lost three pounds. I was furious. Like, are you kidding me? So then I I started adding them back, doing it this way, doing it that way, reading up on and found what the combination, like you said, that works for me. I don't have any dietary restrictions. I'm not gluten sensitive. I'm not dairy sensitive. I don't have any of those issues to also have to incorporate into what I'm eating. But I live alone. So if there's junk food in my house, it's because I bought it. And that's my resistance. I love onion dip and chips and uh, chips and dip. I can oh, make that. <laughs> I'm serious. I would have zero problem eating a bag of potato chips. So when I'm in the mood for onion dip, I cut up nice crisp vegetables instead. I'm a crunchy, salty, not uh, sweet and chewy person. Mm-hmm. So, but that's how I satisfy that. On the flip side, if I really want, I'll go to the convenience store and buy the small bag of chips. And I know I'm spending what I would be spending on a giant bag of chips, but if I have a giant bag of chips, I'm going to eat a giant bag of chips. If I just have that small bag, because to me, if you deny yourself stuff, then that's what makes you go after the whole thing. But most Mm -hmm. importantly, and and that's what I have found, is right now, like I said, I'm maintaining this. So if my body can live here and I'm doing everything that I'm doing, then, you know, I'll hopefully be able to make that last jump of that last 10 pounds. You know, and if not, this may be where my body stays comfy. I don't know. We'll see. But as we're acceptance, too, that acceptance is important, too. Absolutely. See why we need your show back? This is why we need your show back. Because <laughs> we need to show everyone, our quote-unquote ordinary people that we are, the extraordinary lives that we have in store for us. So let everybody know how they can reach out to you, Jeanette. You can get a hold of me. Um, my email is 
uh, kind of long, but it's j.p at paxhealthcoaching.com. And then the blueprinted site is literally blueprinted.com. So it's B-L-O-O-P-R-I-N-T-E-D. So blueprinted.com. And you can find my Kajabi class, um, superhero children's class. Lots of ways to get a hold of me. Um, I'm sure there's information too on the page. And hopefully I cannot wait to get the show going again. I've done some rest and retreat, getting over COVID the second time and spent some time just working on me. And I think that's an important, uh, important for your audience too. Sometimes you just need to take that time to work on you and heal and pay attention to when you're being told it's time to just stop for a while. And I've been doing that. And so getting back into everything again and can't wait to get the show going again. And congratulations on 10 years. Thank you so much. And I so look forward to your show being back on the air. And I want to thank you for joining in on our celebration. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. Or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn network, and build the businesses of their dreams because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some, the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to no such thing as a bully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio as we wrap up our 10th anniversary celebration that we've been doing all month long, and we're here with Linda Cherry, in my opinion, the goddess of SEO, CEO of ZebWeb Digital, and my partner in crime, all these years and so excited that we are getting ready to launch our mompreneur marketers and just thrilled that this is how we are going to be closing out with what is coming up new. So Linda, thanks for being here to help us celebrate 10 years on the air. Oh, I wouldn't miss this and all the excitement. I know we have been working on and planning and putting together a mompreneur marketers, you know, which is featuring the Word of Mom Media Network, which I'm so excited about what we're going to be offering to these wonderful women in business, whether you're just 
thinking about, do I want my own business? Do I have a product? Are you a CEO of a huge company? You know, it, we're going to incorporate everything with Word of Mom Radio, with our marketplace. We're going to be coming out with Word of Mom TV, which, oh, I'm really excited about our travels there. We're going to get on the road. And then just to be able to also, and I know we've worked a long time on this, about the classes that we can offer to women, because there's a lot of aspects that when they're starting out or they may not feel like they're, they're getting to that next level, with us being able to have these classes for them, they can learn how to get themselves positioned better at social media, on the web, even in speaking. Because Dory, one of, the, one of the things that you always blow me away about, and you've been doing this for years, and I know you've won a bunch of contests, is your elevator pitch. And for your business, I think that is just so valuable because that is your first meeting talking point about who and what you do. And I know that is one of the first things you're going to be launching to get people in to get their pitch down before going into the other classes. So can you just say a little bit about, you know, your techniques and the value of it? Because you are the expert in that. Well, when it comes to the who, what, where, why, when, and how of your business, you really need to know it because you never know when you are going to have that opportunity, when you're going to be at a conference or a trade show or just a networking event that you have the opportunity to quote unquote pitch your business. Knowing what you do, having it concise, in your head, it's writing a script for yourself. You say it over and over and over and over again. And it's so funny what had happened in Connecticut, our secretary of state at the time, who's now our lieutenant governor, they ran a small business elevator pitch contest. Linda was part of my beta testing group where I was writing it. It's like, okay, time me because it was supposed to be 60 seconds. I had mine down to 59 seconds point something. I was shocked that out of the 30 people that participated in this event, four of us made it under the 60 seconds. Everyone else got buzzed. And I was blown away because you were given the criteria. So when you're getting up there and you're umming yourself and you're unsure of what you're doing, it is a detriment to your own business. That elevator pitch, that little bit of time, you never know who you're going to meet. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. Word of Mom Radio on the Word of Mom Media Network have these shows for mompreneurs and businesswomen as we break those myths that those of us building our businesses, especially from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are empowering women on a global level. You can find us at wordofmomradio.com and enjoy the archive podcast of amazing women. And we want to hear your story. So join us on Word of Mom Radio sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. There you go. It's short. It's sweet. It tells people who and what you are. And it's so critical. And it, again, it's amazing to me how many people 
don't understand the simplicity that goes into crafting that. And so I love that we're going to be doing this. I actually did it with SCORE. The people who came in, they wrote their pitch, they gave it, we critiqued it, they came up and did it again, and every one of them walked out of there with that 60-second elevator pitch that they could now memorize and say off the top of their head. It's not easy. You would think you would be easy, but to actually get in and hone in on your details of what you want to get out there and what's important and what's really not to say for the after conversation. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be exciting because I know when I try mine and I started mine, yeah, it, it's a process to go through. And I, and I can't wait because you are just phenomenal in helping to process. You know, I, and I think that's one of the starting points, you know, and I know I want to offer because in my experience, you know, I've, I'm big on web development, marketing, analytics. And one thing that I come across when I speak with potential new clients is, you know, I ask them, you know, how much do you know about the back end or what's going on with your business? They're like, nothing. I just, you know, I think I just need someone to do it. And especially if you're starting out, yeah, you know, you're trying to budget your money appropriately. And I like, and I go over and there's been many, I'm like, well, I can show you. These are the things you can do right now for you until your business gets to that next part where you're like, you know, I really need to hire someone to take care of this. But even if you're at that point now to hire someone, there's still aspects that as a business owner, you need to understand some of these, the back end. You know, one, to make sure whoever you hire is doing what you need them to do. But two, you need to understand that online aspect of your business. And I know those are some of the classes we're going to go into. I even want to go into some of the development just for everyone to know I can do this myself and when I need to pass it on and hire someone to do it. With everyone coming in, and I know, Dory, you have a lot of experts. And women that have brought themselves from starting day one, just them with an idea and built themselves up to very successful businesses. And this is what I think is going to be very valuable that we can share. We're going to have these expert panels. And these are going to be women that are experts in their industry. But it's not just industry specific. They are going to be participating and taking questions and helping everyone else find their path and learn some of their secrets or what they have done to get them to where they are today. And, and I think it's very important because everyone, you need to have your goal where I'm at, where can I go? And sometimes you don't know what has been done or what to do in between. And I think that's going to be so valuable for everyone, even those that are already established in their business. Hey, I didn't think about this part here. This is what I was missing, but I didn't know it. You know, so we're going to have a wonderful group. We're going to be offering a lot in the marketplace. You know, this is like my baby. I've been working on coding it, developing it for, for a year. And um, this is where everyone can showcase their products. And of course, I am going to be on the back end because when you sign up, also marketing this out, everyone out. So I, I just can't wait to launch. And, and our time is coming up very soon. It's coming up soon. I said at the top of this segment, you are the SEO goddess as far as any of this goes. So believe me, 
having Linda not only in the front teaching, but to have her on the back end promoting and creating the SEO behind everything, I can't even begin to explain how amazing she is. And, you know, Linda and I go back to the dot-com dial-up days together where she and I would design sites, she would do the programming, I would do the collateral side, and, you know, we'd load a page or maybe two that night. I would drop our kids off to school in the morning, get in, and we'd keep our fingers crossed that not only did it load, but that there wasn't a typo, a comma in the wrong place or whatever. Ladies, you have no idea how easy you have it. (laughs) Just hit refresh. I'm serious. I mean, think about it. Think about it. But you know what? It's one of the reasons you are so amazing because your background goes 20-something years deep on what web development was. Back in the day where you shared links so you could spider with people and that's how you kind of grew because back when we were designing websites all you needed was a website because nobody had one nobody knew about seo and again linda was always on the forefront of everything my favorite is she would call me and be telling me all of this stuff and for me it was like charlie brown's teacher want 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 my computer and at the end, she'd be like, you didn't understand a thing. I was like, nope, but you were so psyched that I was just <laughs> like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And, you know, <laughs> but this is how far back we go and what we're bringing to mompreneur marketers, because we both know what it is to be building from the ground up, have everything in place, have things just disintegrate. And rebuild it again and everything else. And unfortunately, sometimes that is the life cycle in your business. And it's not always a smooth path. I love that meme of the iceberg. And so you see the tip of the iceberg, you know, and that's what people think your business is. And then, you know, there's an, uh, the ice underneath is 20 times bigger because that's what it took to get your business to come up throughout throughout the water. This is part of what we're bringing to what we will be doing with Mompreneur Marketers. And it's really exciting. Yeah. You know, one thing that I know also is very valuable too, is when we go back, you know, there wasn't much technology back then. The technology today that drives your online business, there, there's thousands. There's also different range of cost factors. And what I've discovered is also in going through and potential new clients, it's like, well, I already have this, this, and this. And I'm looking, I'm like, but you're only doing this at this point. Yeah, but I'll grow into that. And I'm like, so they're spending $1,300, $1,400 a month on technology that they really don't need right now. I mean, eventually you can get to that point, and I think sometimes it's also just helping people understand if this is where your business is, these are the tools, you know, and I can go over. I know a lot of tools. I go into a lot, and, and I do not believe it's, it's one tool fits for everyone. It depends upon what your goals are, what your business is, what your budget is, and what you can make work within your frame at that point that you know you can now here's another important point that you know is expandable that you can go with this and some people like well i got this i spent this you know i went ahead and paid three years for it there's no refund but 
I can't do anything more with it. And it's, you know, there, there's a lot of these aspects that really can make or break a business in the beginning. You know, if, if you don't have your budgeting correct and then you don't know how to use the tools or they're not doing what you need to do. And, and it all starts, and I know I want to start with the beginning, even in the middle where they're at, because there's all aspects you need to really evaluate and see what you're using, where you're at, what is working, what's not, and how you need to get forward. You know what? Through all of that, it's also helping to keep your branding consistent across social media. You may not be able to get the same sign-in on Instagram and Pinterest and things like that because of character length and everything else. That's not as important as when they open up your page they need to know it is you. Your brand needs to be consistent. And it's one of the things that Linda and I have worked on forever. And it was one of the things that I always thought set it apart because people would create websites that, oh, this page was this and this page was that font and everything else. And it's like, no, you know, if you don't keep yourself consistent, I remember working with somebody and Every person at a different business card, who is supposed to know what your company is? If every one of you is handing out a different business card, it was a different logo, different placement, different color. Well, we just thought it looked really cool. It's like, it's not about what you think. It's about what the public thinks. So often people design for themselves and they forget who they're going after. It's not about what you think looks great. It's about what people coming in see and the impact on them. And that's what, again, just sets Linda apart in, in what she does on the programming aspect, on all of that branding, because, again, consistency is so critical in getting your message across. To all the moms out there, to all the women in business, to the women that think, I have an idea, I don't know if it's going to go, I think, I think it's time, to, you know, they can already go, they can sign up for our newsletter right now, so that way they can be notified when we do go live, and get yourself into our newsletter, because I know also by the end of the year, we're going to be working on the Mompreneur Marketers magazine, so I'm hoping to get that out with everyone's services and especially their products, you know, before the holiday season. That's what makes our business so wonderful is the growth. It started with Word of Mom Radio and then became the media network. And now the Mompreneur Marketers that is going to feature all of this and all of the different places that we have to, again, share the wisdom of women in business and in life. And it's so exciting because you can get out there and you can speak for yourself and it's a wonderful thing. But when women empower and encourage and educate each other, that voice, that choir we create is mind blowing. We're not each other's competition. We are each other's allies. Because no matter who you are or what you do, no matter what service you have or anything else, you could never supply everyone. So our marketplace isn't a place where there's only one of this and one of that. There are going to be experts in every field and multiple. 
products and services that may overlap and everything else because you can't be everything to everybody. And we all need to get out there because, again, we're not each other's competition. We're not. We're there to empower and encourage and just build each other up. Linda, I'm so glad that you are part of this journey. What would you like to leave with us as we're wrapping up this celebration? When you win, we win. We are the Mompreneur Marketers for you. And that is why we can't wait to see you in some of our classes and in some of our webinars, some of our live events. So to all of you out there, get motivated and have a fantastic day. For all of you tuning in, thank you for celebrating all month long, 10 years on the air with Word of Mom Radio. I cannot wait to see what the next 10 years bring. So as we are closing out, I just want to thank you for being there with us, for taking the time to tune in. We are going to end this show with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong.